let me tell you, you cannot be bad at journaling because if you write one sentence, period, you have got your thinking, your thinking process going. I'm sorry, I'm getting over a cold. So not only is my audio cruddy, but my voice and my my ability to speak is cruddy. I <laughs> um one sentence will unlock your creative juices or your thoughts and just get you get you thinking in a different way. So even if you write one sentence on a piece of paper, on a sticky note, give yourself like those little three by three sticky notes or even the smaller ones that are like one and a half by one and a half inches and just writing a little statement on there for yourself. That is like a beginning act of journaling. We know that you were born magical. We know that you are intuitive and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Think about what life would look like if you had the foundation to do the shadow work, understand where you're holding yourself back, and the confidence to bring some everyday magic elements into your life, follow your intuition, and know exactly the steps forward for you. Well, that's what we teach you and more in our Holistic Witchery program. Be sure to get on the wait list for Holistic Witchery. It's the one class we think everybody should take here at the Sisters Enchanted. It has changed so many lives and is at the core of all of our fundamental beliefs about who we are and how we propel ourselves forward in a way that makes great change for ourselves and those around us. Check out holisticwitchery.com, get on the wait list, and we can't wait to welcome you into class just as soon as enrollment opens. Welcome to this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast. I am Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted, and I am finally joined by my dear sister, Anna, who we have not been reunited on a podcast episode in some time. I was going to say, who's Anna? Who is she? You're the one on the Friday episodes with the other Sarah. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Not like the masses don't get to hear from you. Right. It's true. Um, So I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about journaling and that it's a myth that a person could be bad at journaling. And additionally, want to apologize for any audio issues that we have on this podcast. I am having tech trouble galore. And we finally decided to throw in that towel and just go for it. Yes. So I do apologize for, you know, any audio weirdness that might be occurring on this day. Anyway, we're going to talk about journaling and how it's a myth that you can be bad at journaling. And I want to talk about how we can be led to believe that we're bad at something like that and why to change your perception of this. And even if you think you're good at journaling, I think you should still listen in because we're going to give you some food for thought. You made me ponder where my journal actually is. (laughs) I have a journaling items, accoutrements everywhere. Yes. Well, I usually have mine right underneath here, but it's not here. So I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anna, 
Sarah, would you consider yourself somebody who is, I'm going to ask a two-part question, who is good at journaling or who is bad at journaling? And have you always felt that way? Like, has your perception changed over time? I am somebody who has had a journal, whether or not I've been proactively writing or not, like always. So I feel like I've always had an active journal and I have never assumed to be bad at it. So I just do it. So I think that I would say that I feel comfortable journaling. (laughs) A comfortable relationship. I have a comfortable relationship with journaling. Yes. Let me tell you some of the reasons why you know these already because you are in our community groups. Why you are, why people feel like they are bad at journaling. Can you guess what some of them are, Anna, from your experience hanging around the sisters enchanted for six years? What are some of the reasons people say they're bad at journaling? Because they think they're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, let me count the I'm going to count the reasons. Let, let you count the ways. Um, they think they're doing it wrong. They think that they're not doing it enough or too much. I guess that's two at the same time. Um, or that, I don't know, that they need tons of things to journal, that they don't have like enough journaling things. Yeah, they have nothing to say. Nothing to say. They're just complaining like a teenager in a diary. That happens to the best of us. <laughs> yeah. For all reasons, they have nothing to say, nothing to write. Mm-hmm. Writer's block. Yeah. All reasons why people feel like they're bad at journaling. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you, you cannot be bad at journaling because if you write one sentence, period, you have got your thinking your thinking process going. I'm sorry, I'm getting over a cold. So not only is my audio cruddy, but my voice and my my ability to speak is cruddy. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, one sentence will unlock your creative juices or your thoughts and just get you get you thinking in a different way. So even if you write one sentence on a piece of paper, on a sticky note, give yourself like, those little three by three sticky notes or even the smaller ones that are like one and a half by one and a half inches and just writing a little statement on there for yourself. That is like a beginning act of journaling and can get you out of your own way. So it is a a total myth that you can be bad at journaling because writing anything down as a form of self-expression is the first is like the, the gateway into journaling and you cannot be bad at writing down one sentence. Like you just can't be, you could even voice dictate it. You can say it out loud, whatever, all acceptable forms of journaling. It doesn't have to be in writing. It can be visual. It can be Mm -hmm. art, audio, all of those things, but literally anybody can do just even the shortest little bit and get the ball rolling with journaling. Agreed. Agreed. So Anna, in your, is this turned into an Anna interview? (laughs) Apparently, (laughs) this is what happens when you have tech trouble and your throat hurts and you roll into a podcast and you're like, you know what? What will be, will be. (laughs) This is perhaps why you decided that you were like, jump on the podcast today because you were going to, 
you're gonna spin it around and put it on me. I know. I was gonna <laughs> record the episode by myself, and I was like, I recorded so many by myself recently. <laughs> I don't want to do it now. Ah, well, um, what is journaling in your words? What is journaling in my words? Yes, you journaling <laughs> in my words. My words and journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, I need like a week to think about podcasts, I think. I'm like, brain, answer, question now. Um, For me, it's just, um, it is whatever it needs to be on any given day. So for me, it's oftentimes a point to just check in with myself because um, not like this is everybody, but for me specifically, um, as many of you know, that like I'm deep in the the mom years of my life. And I think that when like you're busy helping other people or working and your life is kind of consumed by what everybody else needs, like you kind of forget what you need um, or to even just check in with yourself. So me, for me, journaling is like check in with myself time. And uh, like I said, it is whatever whatever it needs to be. So I have days where I do just doodle (laughs) and I just draw pictures on a page um, or I draw pictures and then I write like in between the pictures, like what comes to mind while I'm drawing. Some days it's just like a a card poll that literally just says, who am I today in the card poll? And sometimes I write a couple sentences about what that means to me. And sometimes I just put down the card. Um, And then some days it's like you said, some days it's like a vent, a rant of everything that like you haven't been able to say mm-hmm. and there's like it feels like there's no time to say so for me journaling is just like whatever it needs to be on any given day and no two pages are the same and sometimes there are entries that aren't finished sometimes there are just dates on a page and then I never wrote but for me it's just like a good time to just check in yeah um, yeah for sure I think it's a great processing tool Mm-hmm. It's a great reflective tool. It's a great way to vision cast and say like um, how you want to be. Uh, I will kind of, people ask me this a lot is should you write in a journal? It, it, so we're hosting coming up on August 1st, a free journal. It's a class, but a challenge also. It's like do the things. It's, it's like do the prompt, things. do it. Prompt, do it. So it's a little bit of class, a little bit of challenge. Anyways, it August first. Yeah. And there'll be a link in all the link places. Um, hit us up. We'll get it for you if you can't find it. But uh, the when people journal for, I'm getting totally sidetracked by my own thoughts. The class is journaling for manifestation, uh, shadow work, and self-care. So we can do all of those things. And just to also hold memories as well uh, mm-hmm. through a journal. So when we are doing journaling for manifestation to create something, people ask me frequently, should I write like I already have it? Is it in the um, future tense, present tense, whatever? And I think that when we are journaling for all these different purposes, one of the biggest things is to just get the rules out of your head. Because if you write a letter to your future self or a letter to your past self from your future self, if you write in present tense or future tense, or like, this is the biggest dream I have for myself. And then to write it down, I I don't think it matters. I think what matters is that you do it because it becomes when you start to write, 
you start to reflect on what's happening now as compared to what you'd like to have happen. If you're recording memories. So one of the ways that I journal is I have a, it's just a composition notebook, like a, the ones that are 50 cents or with inflation, they're probably like $50. No, I'm just kidding. But the cheap ones, you buy it back. $1.50. They've gone up, I bet, to $1.50. <laughs> but you used to be able to get them for 50 cents. Um, and I bought like, I always buy like 10 at a time. So I never need to buy more for like years. Anyway, I keep one for each of my kids all the time. And I'll write like little notes in there about what they're doing. And then uh, when I journal for myself, it's really just whatever I want to record that day or write down or whatever thought I have. And sometimes it's just a sentence like, I am strong. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> and sometimes it's like a whole thing or a whole spiel or a, um, like I'm apologizing to myself for something that I did and then feel bad about. It's, you know, whatever it needs to be. But I think when you let go of the rules, journaling can be for any of those things. It can be for manifestation, for self-care, for shadow work, just as a um a place to keep your memories. It can be all of those things and it doesn't have to be prescriptive. It doesn't have to be um, a certain way and there are no rules for you to follow. And I don't think you can be bad at journaling, as we said in the beginning. I think if you feel like you can't write and you have nothing to say, I would challenge you to go back to your childhood and think about adults that might have it, that might have put that thought into you. Like in school, if you felt like you were not good at writing or you couldn't organize papers or like you've never been good at creative writing or something like that, I would really encourage you to get in your little internal time machine and fly backwards to see where that story came from. Because the thing about journaling is that, as I said before, literally just writing down the thoughts you're having right now can be a form of journaling, taking all the thoughts out of your head, like everything you have to do, and then writing a sentence next to each thing and saying, I look, I'm looking forward to this because I'm not looking forward to this because that becomes journaling, just going through your to-do list. Mm -hmm. um, and I think because we have this idea that it has to be this big, perfect thing. And then many of us carry some story of a grown up at some point in time, and they might not have even meant harm by it, but who said like, you know, this paper is a D minus and not well thought out. Doesn't make sense. Blah, blah, blah. And then that one little thing stuck with you to make you think I'm not good at writing. So I have nothing to say. I have nothing to write about, which is entirely untrue. We all have things to say. Yes. Write about. Yes. What's your favorite trick, Anna, when you're feeling like you want to write something though, but you just kind of sit down, but didn't think about it first and like realize maybe feel like you don't have anything to write about. Like, what do you do then? Um, for me, I don't know. I guess it's kind of, for me, it's more just, if I don't have anything to say specifically, it would just be like a brain dump or starting with like, almost like a line of gratitude like today I'm grateful for mm -hmm. like this. And then oftentimes just starting off with either um, what I'm grateful for, or like I said, doing that card pull that we love and just saying, who am I today? And then instead of just writing what card it is, but actually like writing about the imagery, even if, if nothing's coming to me right away, if I'm not like in a very intuitive mindset, especially when it comes to yourself. So just start like writing about like what you actually see. And I think sometimes when you start just free writing without pressure, that the rest of the writing just kind of comes to you. And then all of a sudden you're 
you've written a whole lot more than you thought you could have. Yeah. Mm-mm. True. I, if I just open up like a journal or something to write, I will often think of my day ahead or the next day ahead. I'm not really big on, some people will reflect on the day they just had. And I'm more of a forward thinker than a backward processor. <laughs> I, I don't like to, I am. I don't like to dwell on the past. I don't like to focus on it. Like what happened, happened. You know, if, if something happened 10 years ago or earlier today, I'm more, I mean, I'll talk about it like nonstop in the moment, but I don't sit down and think like, what could have gone to better today, you know, or like, why did this thing that happened to me 15 years ago or 20 years ago, why is that still bothering me today? No, I'm more like, this is how I feel right now. How's this rolling into tomorrow? And that's really like shadow work is seeing like, this is what's happening. This is how I feel. How is this impacting my tomorrow? And so I will often sit down and start to think about like, what's on my to-do list for today or what do I need to do for tomorrow? And like thinking about that starts to get me feeling a certain way. So I'll either feel really excited or I'll feel really spacious or really abundant or really not abundant at all. <laughs> like like doing taxes or something, you know, and I start to feel like, oh my gosh. Um, and then that thought, you know, that feeling is then what I'll start to write about. Mm-hmm. But it's based on like future thinking. And what I do is I'll use that to reframe the way I'm going to think about it. So, you know, like paying a really big tax bill, for example, where I might start to get anxious and be like, how am I going to pay this? And I got to figure it all out. I can write down and say, I'm really grateful that I have um, a business that has caused this tax bill. (laughs) I'm really thankful for the things I have in my life that caused me to pay this extra money. I'm really grateful for the internet that allows me to have the sisters enchanted and this tax bill. Right. (laughs) But like, but they, or like, you know, if I'm feeling really good or excited, like we have um, some family stuff happening in our, (laughs) we do. We've got lots of family stuff happening and I'm going on a little vacation coming up and Anna's kid is coming to hang out with me for a few days and lots of fun stuff to look forward to, you know, and so I might look ahead at my schedule and see that stuff and then see the more immediate things that don't feel so great. And then say again, like, I'm so grateful for this thing that's to come. I can't wait to feel this way. I can't wait to experience this. And it just changes your your energy that you're going into the next day with. So I'm less of a process back person and more of a cast forward with my funneling. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good um, tidbit to go on in general uh, because, well, we see this a lot. And I think it's probably a good thing that shadow work is talked about in this journaling kind of workshop that we're doing because um, it's kind of like a huge um, misunderstanding that shadow work is like a constant visitation with your past self or this constant (laughs) confrontation uh because like I see it a lot in our community and I bet a lot of journalers do it that like they just write about like how awful their week was or how awful they were or how awful they treated everybody and then a lot of people even go back and like read some of this stuff and it's like well one if you like had a couple pages where you just like let it all out maybe like don't read those again or maybe like rip them out and light them on fire and let them go. Um, Because it's not, you know, 
it's it's not the point of visiting shadow work or or confronting oneself to like stay in the confrontation (laughs) it's like it's like important to like recognize that it was a confrontation and then to like remember that you had said confrontation but to not let it bog you down and I think that that oftentimes can happen to somebody who's journaling where they think that journaling has to be this consistent negative feedback on yourself or your life which it really, really doesn't. Like I had like this huge, this is kind of not journaling, but would be good for journaling. I kind of had like this huge um, like realization lately. Um, You know, it's summertime and my kids are home and I'm working and uh, I'm like feeling super confined to what Sarah calls my hermit cave. She says my house is dark. kind of is. Uh, my, my hermit well, that, you have um, a lot of shade in your yard and you lots have of windows, lots of shade. lighting, not like built-in overhead lights. Yeah. And that can be hard to, I say, like I say that, but my house, I have those can recessed can lights yeah. that yeah. everywhere. I mean, we have an excessive amount of recess. You turn on all the lights in our house and it's like, Ta-da. I hate overhead lighting, which is like why I never turn mine on because like I feel like it's just a lot. So I need some like nice cozy lamps. Um, but anyways, I was feeling like really down and I was having like a lot of of guilt for a lot of mostly mom child things. Um, a lot of things have been like thrown my way recently that have brought up some very like shadowy subconscious things. And I'm like, wait, what? Um, but the other day I had like this big realization that like, yeah. My kids are home in the summer. I still work. Um, I'm unmotivated. I'm a little tired and worn out. But I was, like, thinking about how grateful all of a sudden I was to even be, like, in the position that I am in life with, like, how hard things are and how expensive things are and um, just all the things that are happening that I was, like, so grateful to be even, like, have a house and a yard in my dark hermit cave that, like, I didn't clean for, like, three weeks. And I was, like, you know, like, I'm grateful that I even, like, have, you know, bedrooms for my kids and that I can still go buy my groceries without having to, like, double down on something else. Like, feeling just, like, gratefulness. And so even though I was in this period of, like, really overwhelmed and dark kind of in my brain, I had a really rough couple of weeks that I could have, like, gone to journaling and, like, really beat myself up. But then I sat down and really sat down and was like, but look at all the things that, like, I am able to have and that I'm grateful to have that, like, I never thought I'd have. And yeah. I think that there's always um, a flip switch to that. And I think in journaling, that's really funny or not funny, but really, really something to remember is that I think that even if you're having like a hard journal entry, you should always end with a point of gratitude or, um, uh, words of affirmation to the self or a compliment to the self or a compliment to somebody that you haven't had the courage to say, uh, and write it out and like always ending something in a, Yes. In a motivating space. I won't even say positive, but something that like is motivating and just like, and now this is out of my head and I've released it to this piece of paper. Yeah. (laughs) It's not going to do me any good to like. Dunzo. Yeah. Yeah. Because we all just dwell too much. Mm -hmm. Dwellers in the dark. Yeah. By nature. By nature. (laughs) By nature. It takes a whole like retraining to not be that way. But yes. it's possible. It takes time. And that's why, like, if you do write in a journal, I would almost, like, 
every other page out, like depending on how much you write, like if you're only like a half a page writer or half a page doodler or something at the bottom of every page or every other page to like prompt yourself with like, what's one thing I could look forward to this week? Or what's one kind thing I can say? Or like, what's one goal that I have and have like a motivating piece that's already written in there so that when you're done writing whatever it is that you write, you end in that forward moving space. Mm -hmm. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to wrap it up there. So it's a myth that you're bad at journal journaling if you think yes. that. And if you feel like I'd love to journal, I hope that you walked away with some ideas and tips to keep on keeping on and make sure that you are registered for the free five-day journal class. It's brand spanking new. We've never done this what? before. Mm -hmm. Spanking new. I recorded the videos, thank goodness, when I was not having tech trouble. Because it seems to be like every other month that my stuff just won't work. And there's no reason why no one can figure it out. I bet someone's listening though and they're like, I'm a tech genius and I know what the problem is. Well, feel free to tell us. Although we've tried everything. So anyway, I digress. We <laughs> do that. Register for that. You'll find the link in all of the linky link places. And uh, what else? Make sure you check your Sunday emails from us, our magic mail. We send the link roundup every Sunday with the blog post. If you didn't know, we also post a blog post every week um, with like tips or relevant stuff happening. Uh, like this month, we've had uh, about uh, taking magical daytime trips or not trips. I forget the title of it, but it was like magical things with your family. We have on there, um, keeping your spiritual practice on vacation. And so you can find these on the blog every week. And we have our Friday astro forecasts with Anna and Sarah. And of course, our Tuesday podcast episodes. And over in our app, you can find free resources, um, tarot spreads, Sabbath guides, festivals, all that good stuff. So, you know, hang out. There's that noise. There's a noise in my ceiling to make things more interesting for me on this day. It's just, is it, let's just see how long it lasts. I just talk the whole time. I'm just kidding. All right. Oh, it's done. Okay. Thank you so much for listening into this episode of Expedition to Soul. Thank you, Anna, for hanging out with me. Well, I thank Sarah for having me. Yeah. All right. Until next time, we hope that you have an enchanted rest of your day ahead. If you liked this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, it will really help us spread everyday magic, intention, and intuition to the masses and helps us so much as a small business. Be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting platforms. So you never miss an episode. There are new episodes every Tuesday and astro forecasts for the week ahead every Friday. If there's any topics you'd want to hear, anything you want us to dive deeper into, shoot us an email at magic at the sisters enchanted.com. And as always, thank you so much for listening and being part of the community here at the sisters enchanted, and we'll see you in the next episode.